Welcome to this week's episode of Weekly Tech Facts with Josh Linen and as always, Mr. Seth Cruz. We discuss the things in the news that are actually impacting your life, whether you know it or not. Listen to by people all around the world who want to know current tech events in 30 minutes or less without having to learn to speak geek. And now, here's Josh. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. Listen to your favorite podcast until your heart's content or create your own. Anchor not only lets you listen to your podcast, but they also let you record and publish your very own. Anchor will even distribute your show on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify, iTunes, Google, and Amazon. Looking to do some podcast editing on your show? They even include the tools that you need to do the editing without even leaving the Anchor app. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever it is that voice. Yes, it is that time of the week again. Welcome to another edition of Weekly Tech Facts. Get right into it. Seth, what's new with you, man? Oh, man. So, you know, uh, t- taking care of the wife. She had some uh, surgery on her foot, so she's doing good. Um, and, but one of the things that we uh, we were kind of looking at was I, I took a, a TV that uh, we had let the, the kids use over in an apartment, and she can't go downstairs. So we, we uh, put a TV that I had purchased probably last year, um, put that up in the, be- in the bedroom. And uh, so now she's in there watching Netflix. <laughs> she's relaxing like she's supposed to. Good That's for her. right. That's right. Yeah, stay off that foot. How long did they, are they making her stay off her feet? Um, no weight bearing for like four weeks, four to six weeks. So, uh, then they'll put her in a boot and then, you know, eventually she'll be walking again by probably the middle of July. So it's a long, it's a long time, but uh, it'll be worth it. So right on what's new with me. Uh, got a few things since we've last, uh, recorded. My son has, my stepson has finally gotten his, uh, driver's license. So he is uh, out hunting for a a car that he is going to be paying cash for. He worked uh, for about a year and saved up uh, some money working part time at his job, and he got he wants to pay it off cash. I was like, good for you. My daughter, my second oldest uh, stepdaughter, just moved into her own apartment. Uh, this is her first apartment, so my wife and I have been uh, getting her uh, set up with uh, putting stuff together like her bed and uh, TV stand and just got her box ring in there for her bed uh, today. So she should be set and good to go uh, to say the least. Um, I think. And then uh, last, uh, not least, I finally upgraded my AirPods and purchased some AirPod pros. And I know I tested them out before on the, sometime on the first season or second season, I think it's sometime in the second season. And I wasn't really too keen on them. I now realizing that I did not review them long enough and I made a mistake and I was wrong. These things are awesome. Hopefully I do not lose them. Like I lost my other AirPods. 
somehow, some way, a few weeks ago. I've been looking all over the place for them, but something tells me that they may have fell out of my pocket when I was out uh, in the hay market, and I they're never, never, they'll never be seen again. <laughs> Probably not. We got iOS 14.6 major fix is in the podcast app. We got uh, App Store prevented some num- uh, large numbers of fraud. Uh, Amazon Prime Day is right around the corner. Things are starting to open back up. AirTags have already been hacked. Uh, the new iMac, iPad Pros are shipping out. And Apple Fire is one of their brand new ad execs that they just hired literally days ago. So uh, and then we'll get right into our main topic of the uh, right to repair uh, for uh, consumers. So we'll get into that a little bit, share our thoughts on it, and uh, move forward from there. Yeah, iOS 14.6, I know I've mentioned this on the last uh, episode, where uh, with the podcast app, it would automatically download episodes, uh, podcast episodes, and you couldn't turn it off. Um, there wasn't a way they removed the way to do it. Uh, they were doing some, trying to do some major updates to the app, in uh, hopes of kind of starting the process for getting the whole podcast sc- subscriptions uh, going, and it kind of broke the app essentially. Um, I am on the iOS beta program, and it I have report I can report that it has been uh, fixed in iOS fourteen point six uh, that the general public will be getting here in the next I would say probably week or two. All is well on the podcast app, thankfully. And last year, it was reported that Apple prevented $1.5 billion in fraud and removed 150,000 either fraudulent apps or scam apps or apps that you wouldn't want to download that you thought the real apps that you were trying to download. Looks like Amazon Prime Day is coming around the corner. It usually does around this time. Now, they haven't gave us an exact date. But if history history tells us anything, it is going to be shortly after WWDC, which is Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference, where they will tell us all about iOS 15, which I am excited for because that same day or a week prior to that, they actually start releasing the beta for it. Now it's going to be extremely buggy, but it's going to be amazing to just kind of go through and get to talk about it with you guys. As I mentioned uh, before, things are starting to back open back up now with you know everybody getting their vaccines in, or a lot of people getting their vaccines in. Where the CDC just released a statement saying that uh, people that have been fully vaccinated, uh, like myself, I as of last Thursday I got my last uh, shot, so I'm good to go on there. But all Michigan stores have been opened up and they will start to continue to see uh, more states do the same. Um, no surprise here. As I mentioned before, air tags have already been hacked. <laughs> People have already hacked it and all they did was repurpose it. This really shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody because it's an electronic device and pretty much anything with a battery and a microchip in it can be hacked. Plain and simple, we shouldn't be surprised about it, but I think it's just more funny than anything. Uh, new iMac and iPad Pros are shipping out what looks like about two days ahead of their scheduled release date. That is not unheard of 
uh, it, but it's also something that is not exactly announced by Apple that they would do, uh, especially this year with the fear of chip shortages in the world, as we have discussed on previous episodes as well. Uh, so make sure you guys go back and check those out in case you guys want to get the everything what's going on on the chips uh, chip shortages that's going to affect a lot of things here later on this year. Uh, it's definitely going to cause some delays. Uh, also, Apple literally two three days ago, I believe, hired a ad exec uh, named Garcia Martinez. After about two or three days of employment, Apple already hired him. Um, this was due to current employees having a concern about his past behavior regarding what he called he made, made he had made past comments concerning uh, chaos monkeys. Um, this is how he had described uh, his issues with women and people of color. Stuff like that is never okay, and he had a history of this, so I'm not exactly sure why Apple continued to go through with this process and hiring him, especially with how hard it is to get hired at the company, uh, especially in the actual offices. So that was beyond me um, at his previous company. I can't remember which one it is. Uh, what his previous company was, but it, it was another tech outfit, I do believe, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, good luck to him. I hope that it was a, an eye-opener because he probably just lost his dream job, in all honesty. So, hope it's worth it, and hope it, it kind of changes and makes him grow. Now, on to the meat potatoes of the episode. You guys have probably seen uh, some things in the news recently about the right to repair uh, concerning the consumer's rights to repair devices that they own or items that they own. Uh, this law actually came into came into the law back in 2012. The FTC actually issued a report uh, just last week by calling it what they call nixing the fix. And what it does is it outlines issues around corporations' policies that limit repairs on consumer goods that is considered a violation of trade laws. This includes the self-regulation by industries involved, such as agriculture, or in this case, that's relevant to us, tech. It's basically an expansion of existing laws, uh, what they call like the Magnuson-Moss Act, where it gave consumers protections, certain protections if, let's say, you fixed a, a part on your car that you had just bought three weeks ago and you had a 30-day warranty, well, that warranty would be null and void. Same thing applies here uh, with your, let's say, like your iPhone. Now, just because you own your iPhone doesn't necessarily mean you have 100% rights to it. And in this case, repairs. I kind of think about it like this. You know how it's kind of like the same thing, how let's say you try to purchase a movie or on iTunes or you download a song on Apple Music and you purchase that song legitimately, right? You can download it, but you don't have the right to use it for any other form. So I'm not exactly – just because I downloaded and purchased a song for $0.99 cents or $1.29, that doesn't mean that I can put it as the background music for our podcast. There's certain rights around that. So there, other things as well. I think John Day was a big one 
uh, back in uh, 2012, this whole thing got got moving along originally. That that had to do with their software and being able to repair certain things about it. So, what are kind of your thoughts on this, Seth? Yeah. So, I I really there were a number of things about the right to repair that I found interesting. Um, one thing that uh, I had actually heard about was the fact that when there was a hacking group that I think their their goal was to get a whole bunch of money out of Apple by threatening to release schematics for future devices, right? And those schematics showed up on the dark web. Well, repair companies went ahead and they, all the, all the uh, schematics disappeared off of the dark web. So we don't know, you know whether... Uh, something happened, whether they got paid, we, we really don't know. But once something's out on the internet, we know it's kind of out there forever. And a lot of these repair companies or people are now trading the schematics back and forth and keeping them alive that way with the intention not of doing anything bad with them, but using, because if you think about, okay, so maybe they moved things around on the motherboard, but still you have to have a, a microcontroller for power and you have to have a microcontroller or, or a, whatever, a transistor for this or that, right? So there's, there's things that might have moved around, but a circuit is still a circuit. And knowing whether something is a uh, power source or, or, or a ground, things of that nature are very helpful. And so these schematics are allowing them to actually repair a part on a motherboard as opposed to having to just replace the whole motherboard. And what that allows is all of your data that's stored on the computer can be saved as opposed to having to give it off to somebody else and hope you had a backup. So I really think that that is a, you know, the idea that you can fix something without having to just replace it is big, right? So I think that, you know, putting lots of glue and weird parts, I mean, we watched the guy that uh, I think took apart his AirTag, not to hack it, but to make it thinner. He went to iFixit to get uh, instructions on how to tear it down because he couldn't get it anywhere else. And he managed to, you know, put a 3D print, a card, take it all apart, solder everything together and make it thin enough to stick in his wallet. So I thought that that was interesting that right to repair doesn't always mean repair. It may mean modify. And yep. I, I know that a lot of the, you know, I was just talking about they stole schematics and people are passing them around. One of the, if you're going to take the counterpoint is uh, that Apple maintains that expanding right to repair laws would expose trade secrets uh, to you know and and could create security and safety issues for consumers. So I do think there's you know some some validity to that. I think that you could go too far in either direction, either making it so difficult or too easy uh, to get the information right. And so I think that they're going to have to find that balance. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you on that. Finding balance and at the same time, Apple has to worry about the bottom line and making sure that they can maximize their profits 100% as much as they can. And I think 
for Apple, it's honestly more about control. They are control freaks. We know this. It's not a secret to anybody out there in the world. It just is what it is. And they have always held a high level of control over their devices. That's why uh, even the computer hardware LLC store here in Lincoln, they are certified Apple uh, retailers and they can do only certain types of repairs. Like they can repair your screen and they can replace your battery, but that is it because Apple wants that as much absolute control as they can over things such as the speakers in your phone or the or the charging port in your phone. Apple wants to maintain as much control over that stuff as they can. I can it's I think that it kind of protects the consumer for people that try to do it themselves and then end up screwing it up and then the device is just bricked. Okay, I think that part of the protections is there and that needs to be done, but at the same time you you if you truly own something then you should be able to do whatever it with it as you may please or see fit. And that's just something, something that was kind of interesting. And I want to say this was all the way back a, a long time ago, right? All the way back at the beginning of 2019, um, Tim Cook had revealed that the company through their battery replacement program for iPhone sixes, if your battery was dying and and they were throttling things so that your yep. bat- so that your computer or your phone wouldn't just shut off, I I was personally impacted by that, and I was also a beneficiary of having a, a battery replacement. Well, they replaced eleven million batteries, which was about nine million more than was originally expected, mm-hmm. and. I can contest to this myself. They blame that the success of the battery replacement program as a reason that iPhone sales on new phones was severely impacted that year. Right. So, so right to repair, I think, and this is also car companies and phone company. Like there's lots of different places that are fighting this. There, there is a direct correlation between sales and of new devices and the repair of an existing device. If you make it uh, something that can be repaired, somebody might hold on to it longer than is uh, in the best interest of of that of their bottom line, not necessarily the best interest of the consumer. So again, that balancing act I was talking about that I, I don't know that they'll find, right? There's, there's a lot of interest in, in preventing you from doing too much to keep a hold of your device for a long time. And so they incentivize it through discounts and, and other things if you re-up for another two years with your, with your phone carrier or trade in your car, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so anyway... Uh, I, I do think the right to repair is an important thing uh, to have, and I and I do think that you know there's not a lot of empirical data to show uh, why or to support what companies have said is the reason that it, that they don't want right to repair. I don't think there's a lot of data out there to prevent it. Uh, or to support their their reasons for preventing it, but I think that uh, you could go too far one way 
uh, allowing too much or not enough. So I, I think that's going to be a really challenging and ongoing conversation that, that, you know, the FTC and in our case, what we're talking about Apple, but a lot, you know, Samsung, a lot of other companies out there that, that create devices um, that are going to be impacted by this. Yep. And I, I have a feeling that, you know, this is far from over. Honestly, and this is going to be an always evolving thing as consumers get smarter and easier to fix. Um, One thing I think something that we're going to have to kind of watch out for or everybody should watch out for is if let's say it does get opened up to, you know, be right, being able to repair whatever it is that you want on your device, then guess what's going to happen? Then you run into the risk of buying counterfeit parts, and the so you're going to have all of these shady people creating all these counterfeit parts, telling you that it's Apple certified when it's not. Damn, in considered in the MFI program, you, you, that's another protection for you know the consumers. But again, like you said, it's a balancing act, and we're going to have to, I guess, tread the waters as the waves come, and Absolutely. that's exactly what we're going to see. So. Yeah, other than that, I uh, think that gives you guys the average nine to fiver, the the gist of kind of everything that you should know or care about and how it will affect you. Um, so if you guys have any questions, make sure that you guys go follow us on Instagram. That it's at Weekly Tech Facts uh, on one word, all lowercase. Send send us a DM. We'll get right back, back to you. Uh, make sure you always give us a follow. Seth, I don't have anything else tonight. You know, I was just going to throw out there, uh, you know, one of the things you talked about last, uh, I think it was last episode, was the the Bluetooth. And I just wanted to bring up that uh, since I've been Ubering around after updating my devices, I did notice, right, I mentioned that it would just lose connection and I'd have to reboot. And it's different. The issue is different. And what's interesting now is let's say that the Bluetooth disconnects from my car, but it'll reconnect and keep playing. But once it starts doing that, again, the only fix for me is to restart the iPad. And then voila, everything's good, let's say for another six or eight hours or whatever it is. So I think that's uh, really interesting. And uh, I forgot to mention at the beginning was that uh, I did get a another one of those Logitech Circle View cameras, and I installed it outside because they say indoor outdoor. And it one of the things you can do on home automation is add a trigger so that when it sees motion, it can do something. And so I had it turn on a light outside of my house but within view of the camera so at night if it sees motion it'll turn a light on and make things brighter right well i told it to turn the 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 light off after three minutes and similar to my doorbell turning off the light triggers motion (laughs) so it turns the light back on again so I'm just saying, you know, I don't know that they've got that totally figured out or else I'm doing something wrong. But it's pretty funny. Like I happened to get up with my wife after her surgery and I noticed 
the the light which you can see it from from uh, our bedroom or from the from the back porch went off and then back on and then off and then back on and so i was like oh man so yeah. anyway just uh just something else to be aware of um and and one last thing and then and then uh, i think we will be wrapping it up was uh, mosquito coast it kind of got a bad rap from other people reviewing that new TV show, and they were trying to compare it to other TV shows like Breaking Bad. And I don't think it's supposed to be necessarily, um, may, you know, maybe in the same vein of being suspenseful and and all of this. But I I really have enjoyed the first few episodes on Apple TV Plus, and uh, I I I would recommend watching it. But it does, they do really dole out the information about things very slowly. You know, you have to really just watch and enjoy it for what it is. I don't think it's as good as Tehran. I think if you were going to watch a, a, a suspense drama, Tehran is a much better show than Mosquito Coast so far. But I've really enjoyed watching this maybe because there's I've already finished all the other really good shows um but anyway I I'm enjoying it and I and I think that maybe it got a little bit of a bad rap because people were comparing it to other really good series and and saying well it's not as good as that so anyway yep check it out yep I will uh I I kind of have a similar story where I kind of judged a, a show by the uh by what it looked like and as actually probably the only new show that i'm watching right now is uh it, new for me at least uh they're already in their fifth season is uh black mirror um i just started watching that with my wife uh she has watched it all the way through and i've never seen an episode so we started on season one uh but we were watching it together and it's mind-boggling and also it, it's mind-boggling and it's interesting and i was wrong about it so i get where you're coming from about uh mosquito coast i didn't have i didn't know what to compare it to by anything but again i did judge it wrong so definitely take it for what it is as seth said with a lot of these shows on tv because they're they're trying to be original when originality doesn't exactly exist thanks for listening Thank you.